First reading is from Isaiah, chapter 52. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who publishes peace, who brings good news of happiness, who publishes salvation, who says to Zion, Your God reigns. The voice of your watchmen, they lift up their voice, together they sing for joy. For eye to eye they see the return of the Lord to Zion. Break forth together into singing, you waste places of Jerusalem. For the Lord has comforted his people, he has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord has bared his holy arm before the eyes of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God, the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Psalm 2 Why are the nations in an uproar? Why do the peoples mutter empty threats? Why do the kings of the earth rise up and revolt and the princes plot together against the Lord and against his anointed? Let us break their yoke, they say. Let us cast off their bonds from us. He whose throne is a heaven, is laughing. The Lord has them in derision. Then he speaks to them in his wrath, and his rage fills them with terror. I myself have set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. Let me announce the decree of the Lord. He said to me, You are my son. This day have I begotten you. Ask of me, and I will give you the nations for your inheritance, and the ends of the earth for your possession. You shall crush them with an iron rod, and shatter them like a piece of pottery. And now, you, kings, be wise. Be warned, you rulers of the earth. Submit to the Lord with fear, and with trembling bow before him, lest he be angry, and you perish for his wrath is quickly kindled. Happy are they all who take refuge in him. So ends the reading. The second reading is from Hebrews chapter 1. Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature, and he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. For to which of the angels did God ever say, You are my son, today I have begotten you? Or again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. And again, when he brings the firstborn into the world, he says, let all God's angels worship him. 
of the angels, he says, he makes his angels winds and his ministers a flame of fire. But of the sun, he says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of uprightness is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond your companions. And you, Lord, laid the foundation of the earth in the beginning, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain. They will all wear out like a garment. Like a robe, you will roll them up like a garment. They will be changed, but you are the same, and your years will have no end. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. She's fine. Sorry. Please rise. Hallelujah, Lord, to whom shall we go? You are the words of eternal life. Alleluia. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the first chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. John writes, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness about him. He cried out, This was he whom I said, He who comes after me ranks before me, because he was before me. For from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses, Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has seen the God. No one has ever seen God, the only God, who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. This is the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. In the name of Jesus. Amen.
Well, dear saints, it looks like none of us have missed out on Christmas this day. And that is good. Fortunately, we were able to come here and gather this morning in appreciation of this gift born to us this day to be served by him, our Savior. Unfortunately, some people have to work on this Christmas day, and that means that while the rest of us spend the balance of our day kicking back in our leisure, having fun, relaxing, spending time with those that we love, friends, family, well, they'll miss out. I don't know if you've ever had to work on Christmas Day, or perhaps you've been away overseas during Christmas, but it can be a bit depressing to be away from all of the action at Christmas when everyone else is enjoying themselves. Perhaps you don't miss overcooked turkey or fruitcake or bad jokes from that annoying uncle, but apart from those things, we like to be a part of that Christmas day, even if it's just a couple of people or our own immediate family. We don't want to miss out. Thankfully, our country and many others around the world legislate that most people won't have to miss out on Christmas day by making it a public holiday. Most shops are closed. You can't Get your car fixed. There's no trading on the stock exchange. That'll open again on Monday. Most things, well, they're called off well in advance because we all know that the 25th of December is Christmas. And we don't want to miss out on Christmas. Most people, however, did miss out on the first Christmas celebration. There was only a handful of shepherds, some wise men, Mary, Joseph, and presumably some animals. But apart from that, most people missed the first Christmas. But that's okay. It was a fairly exclusive event. No one even understood at that time what Christmas was so it's reasonable for us to comprehend how most people missed it and at that first christmas something extraordinary happened the one who created the earth came to live on earth jesus the son of god was born as a baby this is the guy who made everything, including many of the things that we enjoy at Christmas. Food, drink, fun, laughter, joy, happiness, families, culture, and even, well, life itself. Jesus referred to in our reading today as the Word. He was there at the beginning with God. He was God, and through him all things. Were made. So there in Bethlehem, born 
in a manger at that first Christmas was not only the creator of life, but the source of life itself. It would have been a great, it would have been great to have been there, especially with all of the angels and everything else. But thankfully, Jesus gave people plenty of an opportunity to get to meet him and to get to know him later on as he grew up and became an adult. It wasn't a quick one-time visit that the creator of life made to earth. He came to stay, to dwell among us and be one of us, to eat and drink and to celebrate with us. And so the author of life, who was the light of the world, lived among us, walked in our streets, worked like we work, and mixed with the people of his society. But so many people missed it. They had the chance to get to meet Jesus in person, the creator of the world, but they didn't recognize him or they didn't appreciate him. Our reading from John says that the true light that gives light to every person was coming into the world. He was in the world. And though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. There may have been many people who bumped into a guy called Jesus from Nazareth, but they missed the Christ. Dear saints, maybe you have watched it. If not, I suggest that you find it. There's a movie that recently came out about the Beatles. You like the Beatles? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, that movie is called Yesterday. And the concept of the entire movie is that no one had ever heard the music of the Beatles before. Like they didn't even exist. Imagine all the people that were around in the 60s or today for that matter, but not aware of who the Beatles are. Where have they been? How did they miss that? And what if they were to come right here, the Beatles, to our area surely we would all try to see the beatles perform if you live in this time surely you knew who the beatles were can you imagine if you got to meet someone from or someone who had lived in palestine during the time of christ or if they lived in Nazareth or Jerusalem and had ample opportunity to meet Jesus face to face, or at least know of him and of his work. Wouldn't you ask them, did you get to see Jesus? I mean, he was the big event of that time. Surely you wouldn't want to miss that, but miss it, they did. 
And Jesus passed through the streets often, completely unacknowledged as the creator of the world. The author of life, the light of life, the Christ, was there. But people missed him. How lucky we can consider ourselves not to have missed out. We're here today not just because of Christmas, but because of Christ. Jesus has revealed himself to us. Even though we've never actually seen him in the flesh, And we have faith. That was the point of him coming, that people would realize that the source of life had come in Jesus and he had come to give us that life. Knowing the source of life is the whole purpose of life. And in fact, Jesus himself said in a prayer to God the Father, now, This is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God in Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Knowing Jesus means not missing out on life. It means not missing out on eternal life, but it also means not missing out on life right here and right now. Knowing the author of life and the source of life is the best way and the only way to get a grip on what it truly means to be alive. To appreciate the gifts that we have been given. Knowing the author of life means that our life has meaning and purpose. We're not just accidents or statistics by knowing Jesus we have been given the right to be called children of God and yet if you ask most people it's the people who believe in Christ and who follow him or who are usually the ones that are missing out being a Christian to some means well you can't have fun You can't do this. You can't do that. It's all about the law. Rules, rules, rules. Going to a boring church, telling lame jokes, listening to cheesy music, disengaging with anything relevant in popular culture, hiding from anything that might be against your own beliefs or a bit too rough or a bit too provocative, living your life feeling guilty, begging God for forgiveness, And then waiting for Jesus to take you to heaven. Surely it seems like these Christians are the ones that are missing out. And so in in response, many say, no thanks, but I'll pass on believing in Jesus. I don't want to miss out on life. What do you think? Have they got some good reasoning there? Are we as Christians getting deeper into the essence of of meaning of what it is to be alive? Are we showing that in the way that we live or are we missing out as well? Now, every Christian is different. And we're not all going to be the life of the party or the motivating, energizing champion of the church, leading the way by sucking the fun out of life. 
but it's worth asking ourselves, does my faith give me more life or less? Do I feel like I'm getting deeper into what it means to be alive? Or do I feel like I'm missing out? Or perhaps you're caught in the middle. You'd like to take your faith to a deeper place, but it's risky. What might you become? What might you lose? What might you be missing out on? Jesus, the author of life and the source of life, did not come to rob us of fun or the pleasure or of our own personalities, but he did call us to prioritize him in everything else that we treasure in this life. Jesus came so that we might know the fullness of life. He came that we might be granted God's forgiveness, God's peace, and the promise of life after death. And all of that, those things mean for the here and the now. He came to make us children of God. So the gift of life is here. Dear saints, don't miss out. He is here for you. And may this give you peace. The peace of God which surpasses all understanding. May it guard your hearts and your minds through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.